Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, your host, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. And the purpose of this little short 10-minute podcast is to just talk about stuff that we can use to make ourselves better. I talk about uh, different ways to deal with uh, stinking thinking, otherwise known as head trash, how to embark or continue on the process of transformation, how to overcome obstacles, and how to set your vision on a life well lived. I work with uh, many different kinds of people, and most people, I guess, their goal is to live life happily and healthily. So if you think you need some help in those areas, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of today's podcast. But for today, the subject is the power of blind faith in oneself. And I want to relate to you an example of the power of blind faith in oneself, or you could say the power of blind trust in oneself. So this is an interesting story. I'll try to keep it short and sweet. So when I lived in Tucson, Arizona, I had a good friend. We'll call this friend Dan, okay? And so we both ended up moving out of uh, Tucson, Arizona. He moved to the uh, East Coast. I moved out here to California. And one year, not too long ago, we uh, talked on the phone and said, hey, you know, let's both uh, meet up in Tucson, Arizona, hang out for a bit. So that sounds great. So we did. And uh, during our time, the time we spent together in Tucson, where we both spent a significant amount of time in our lives and we really enjoyed and liked, he said, hey, I want to go down and look at this property that I own down in southern Arizona. Now, um, this property that he owned was uh, in the Sulphur Springs Valley, uh, down kind of south of Wilcox, down there by the border near, near uh, Douglas and Bisbee and Tombstone, down in that area. So uh, I said, yeah, sure. So we set out one day in his rented car, um, and we hit the road to go look for his property. He wanted to see his property. He hadn't seen it in many, many years. It was like, I don't know. 40 acres or something like that, right? 40 acres of desert. So we drove down there, and on the way down there, I said, hey, um, you know, what's the address? He said, I don't know. I said, okay, well, you got a map? He said, no. <laughs> I said, well, do you have a, you know, a plot diagram or something? He goes, no, I, I forgot all that stuff at home. I'm like, okay, well, uh, how are we going to find it? He says, don't worry, I know where it is. Okay, well, we get down there, and let me tell you, we're out in the middle of nowhere, like prairie land. I'm not kidding you, okay? Like there's like some main dirt roads and the rest is like grass up to your waist. So we're rolling all over these, you know, prairie holes and like through the grass and down the roads. We're looking for this property that he, that he owns, but really without any clue of where to find it. Pulls out his iPad, starts look, trying to look it up in his iPad, you know. And I say, dude, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of nothing out here. Uh, how are we going to find this place? You don't even, like, have a sense of where it is. He says, don't worry, I'll find it. I'm like, okay. 
So we continue driving around, first over here, first over here. And the whole time I'm thinking, we're going to bust an axle, right? And we're going to end up out here in the desert. And it's kind of late afternoon. It's starting to get dark. And I'm starting to get a little impatient. And I'm like, look, buddy, uh, why don't we come back tomorrow? Um, you know, we're probably not going to find it tonight. And it's okay. He's like, we're going to find it. We're going to keep looking. We're going to find it. Like, you know, this is unreasonable, I'm thinking, in my, in my own mind. Like, you know... Uh, <laughs> I don't see any street signs. Like it's just grass and a dirt road. So um, just at that moment, out of nowhere, this guy rides up on this uh, three-wheel mo- uh, motorcycle. <clears throat> what are they called? Uh, a three- I don't know what they're called. Three-wheeled motorcycle, right? So he doesn't even uh, look at us. He opens this wire gate, rolls his uh, three-wheeled motorcycle through. He closes the gate and he's ready to take off without so much a glance at us. And I say, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Can I talk to you? He's like, yeah, yeah. I said, hey, uh, I told him the story. We're looking for my buddy's property. Do you have any sense of where it might be? We gave him some details. And the guy says, look, I don't know where it is, but go talk to Linda. Linda's right over there. If you want, um, I'll, take, uh, I'll take you to Linda's house. Don't forget, we're out in the middle of nowhere. So we, we need somebody to show us where Linda is. So we follow the guy. And on the way there, I'm telling my buddy, Dan, I said, look, um, uh, this person may not know anything. You know, here we are. We're going to go bother somebody. He's like, no, no, no. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. She might know something. I'm like, all right. So we went, we, Linda came out of her house. You know, she has a nice little property, uh, told the story of how her and her husband kind of, uh, bought the property, you know, a few years back and he died. And, you know, she's thinking about moving back to Michigan, all of this. Right. But she said, I don't know where your, where your property is. She said, I, I really don't know, but here's the card to my realtor. You can call him. Maybe he'll know. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Call him. Let's head on home. Maybe we can come back tomorrow. He's like, no, 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 we can't come back tomorrow. We we need to find it tonight. Like, oh, man. So he calls a realtor. He leaves a message. Realtor doesn't answer the phone. I'm like, okay, look, call the realtor. Probably going to call us back. Could be tomorrow morning. Let's head on back. He's like, no, no, no. He might call. He might call. He says, well, we're going to find it tonight. I'm just like, okay, all right. Well, guess what happened? The realtor called back. Shortly thereafter, and the realtor said, your property is the property right next door to Linda's property. So we're like, we were literally standing on it. And my friend Dan was so happy to see his property after so many years. He was like literally jumping for joy. He was so happy. You know, this is a guy like, I think he was in his 70s. He was just so happy, right? And so um, I was like, wow, wow. Uh, that was determination. I had to hand it to him. I said, dude, you wanted to find it and you did. And good job because I didn't have the faith. I didn't believe in you. And um, so, yeah, great job. That's not the end of the story. So we both went back, him back to the East Coast, me back home. You know, we're talking on and off. And he says, I'm, I'm talking with Linda. I'm, I'm wanting to, I'm letting her know I want to buy her house. I said, oh, great. Yeah, that'd be cool. She had a cool little house, kind of self-sufficient with its own well and, uh, you know, its own electrical panners, totally off the grid, right? And so um, my, my, my friend is, yeah, I, I told her I'd buy it. I'd buy it. So um, she kept hemming and hawing. She didn't want to sell. And finally, he says, I'm moving out to Arizona. He says, I'm packing up my stuff. I'm moving out to Arizona. I said, oh, oh, great. Where are you going to stay? He says, I'm going to stay on my property. I'm like, wait, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing on your property. There's like no sewer. There's like no electricity. There's no lights. It's just a barren 
piece of desert. He said, I'll pitch a tent. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. He dr- piled up his dog. He drove out to this expansive desert in southern Arizona. He pitched a tent <laughs> and started bothering Linda in person now, right? When are you going to sell your house? And finally, she said, leave me alone. Go away. So anyway, it started to get cold, and he had to go out and buy a, an RV. <laughs> so he could, you know, stay there on his land. Anyway, he said, I'm going to buy that property. That property belongs to me. Make a long story short, finally, Linda put the property up for sale. And um, he made an offer, and she said, No, that's not enough. I want more. And her real estate agents told her, Look, Linda, uh, Houses aren't selling very quickly out here. If you want to sell your house, I would take advantage of this offer. And so my friend, Dan, bought himself a little place that's out in the middle of a beautiful desert, totally off the grid, him and his dog. And he sent me a text recently telling me that that had been his dream to be totally self-sufficient. He said, live at the top of a little hill. Um, you could only get to by, uh, you know, horse or, or, or jeep. He said, and I'm not too far from the mark here. And I'll be honest with you. I just found his trust in his ability to make it happen. I found that astounding. I really did. I, I, I don't think I, I have that, to be quite honest with you. He had a vision of what he wanted, and he wasn't going to let it go. He was going to find his property. <laughs> I have no doubt. We would, we would have been out there all night driving around until we both fell asleep like, you know, in the middle of this field. But he just kept asking and talking, and, and, and we found it. And then when he heard this woman say she was going to sell her place and move back to Michigan, boom, he was going to buy that house. So that's today's parable. That's the power of blind faith in oneself. And when I mean blind, I mean you're blind to any reasons as to why you can't make it happen. Not many people have this, but if you do have it, man, it's powerful to have a vision and to hold that vision and not let anything get in your way. Now, obviously, this could be, you know, used for evil as well as good, but most people want to use it for good, and we have the ability to do that. We must see clearly in our mind what we want, but so often... We're focused on what we don't want. And that's how I was looking for this piece of ground. I was like, no, no, this is going to happen. We're going to break an axle. It's going to get dark. But my friend was focused on what he wanted. He wanted to find his property. He wanted that sense of place and belonging. You know, he wanted what was his. And he found it, ended up in a really, really good situation. So I'm not going to say too much else about that, except that, What did the Bible say? Without a vision, people will perish. Something like that. You've got to have faith in your ability to figure out. You've got to trust that you'll be able to do it. You'll make mistakes, but you've got to have faith that you'll overcome them, that somehow, some way, you'll figure it out. And if you have this kind of faith in yourself, you will move mountains. So there you go. Thank you for listening to today's podcast, and uh, I appreciate you tuning in. If you need help making decisions, if you want some support, creating a vision for yourself, 
I can help you. TedMoreno.com is my website. You can contact me through my website if you want to look up previous uh, podcasts, podcast episodes. You can go to TedInYourHead.com. And of course, I'm out there floating around on social media. Stop by and say hello. I post my podcast every episode with a cool looking photo. And I'm all the usual. You can find me on all the usual platforms. So thank you again for listening today. I want to leave you with a quote by a gentleman named Blaise Pascal. And he said, in faith, there is enough light for those who want to believe and enough shadows to blind those who don't. You've got to believe. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day and uh, tune in for the next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.